Welcome to the RV Dreaming Podcast. And welcome to the RV Dreaming Podcast. This is a special episode recorded today, distributed today, Monday, August 21st, 2023. Local area flooding may occur. Low-lying areas and coastline are vulnerable. Prepare now. Sandbags are available at local fire stations. Yeah, you probably received one of those alerts if you were living in San Diego or uh, Los Angeles, maybe even Arizona or Las Vegas, somewhere around there. Because we've never, having been a Californian for the majority of my life, never have we ever had hurricane or tropical storm warnings. And I know for for you in Florida and back east and, and maybe even the rest of the country, you're all like, oh, what a bunch of those California wimps. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe so. But I, what I wanted you to take this opportunity because if we're RVing and we're full timers and we're out in Southern California and we're out in Arizona and we're out in Vegas or wherever, the Southwest where this, this tropical storm really came in and dumped a bunch of rain, we're we may, we're prepared for the heat this time of year. You know, we're prepared for dry weather. We're prepared for a lot of things. We're not prepared for what Southern California got, which was one whole year's worth of rain in one day. One year's worth of rain in one day. And you've seen some of the videos as the water's coming rushing down through, especially not necessarily LA and the uh, coastal regions, but internally by the high deserts and inland. We're talking about areas that uh, that we've probably all been to, like Palm Springs, which is right outside of Joshua Tree and the Coachella area. You know, we know that Quartzsite has been, you know, I've, I've got an interesting fact here about Quartzsite. I'm going to pull it up here real quick if I can track it down. Oh, gosh, where did it go? Quartzsite, Arizona. This time of year, I'm going to give you a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, okay? Thursday... The high temperature was 112 and the low was 84. Friday, high temperature 105. Then the effects of the tropical storm hurricane started coming in. Saturday, August 19th, weather dropped from 105 on Friday to 77 on Saturday. The weather dropped from 105 on Friday to 77 on Saturday in one day. One day. And then the rain comes in. And then Sunday the 20th when the hurricane, or the, which was a tropical storm by then, touches landfall and it comes up and comes through uh, Palm Springs and Joshua Tree and all that area. Weather went up back to 92. And today we're expected to be back at 93. And by the end of the week, courts will be, don't worry, back into triple digits. It'll cool off by the time we all get there in January. So it's okay. Calm down, everybody. So I guess the big question is what is going on with, with this tropical storm, and how can we as RVers be ready for these unexpected twists in the weather? Now, the good thing is we had warning. 
about this hurricane coming up. We saw it coming up through Mexico. We saw what it did to Cabo San Lucas and Ensenada and, and all these uh, other places that we love to go and travel to and spend our winters at. We saw the damage. So it gave us plenty of time to prepare. It's not like an earthquake that comes out of nowhere. Oh, wait. If you hadn't, if you hadn't heard, on top of the hurricane or the tropical storm that was coming through Southern California, as that was happening, a 5.1 uh, magnitude earthquake struck Ojai. And, and they started dubbing it the hurricane. And that, that just took off on Twitter or X or, or whatever it is that, that you want to call it. But we, we prepare for a natural disaster, but boom, Southern California all of a sudden got hit with two. The earthquake was a 5.1 magnitude out of Ojai. And if you're not familiar with that is, it's uh, just north of uh, the LA area. It's in the valley over by maybe Santa Barbara, think Ventura, up, up in that area. We as RVers, we're especially, or if we're not, we really should be, very, very in tune to what the weather is going to be, even in areas that we don't expect bad weather. If you're traveling through like the Midwest, you should always know you're always on guard for tornadoes. You're in Tornado Alley, and and you know that that's just kind of a thing. Southern California, I don't know how much you really think about anything beyond sunny and 75 and some surf and maybe an occasional unexpected earthquake. If you're doing your, your summer camping in, in places like San Diego or you're out in uh, some of these other mild climates this time of year, Hurricanes are the last thing that you think about. So what do you do if you're stuck in this in your if you're stuck in this spot and you're like, I gotta get out of here? Well, that's the great thing. You as an RVer can just get the heck out of there. That's probably the best thing that you can do. You know, Hillary, it was a formerly Category 4 hurricane, and during the time that it was hitting Southern California and the southwest of the United States, 5.1 magnitude earthquake hit Southern California right about the same time. There's just so many things that, that we can't control, but we can control how we react to emergency situations. A little bit about what's happened here. Downtown Los Angeles has seen 1.53 inches of rain as of yesterday afternoon, about 6 or 7 o'clock. Previous record for the day, 0 0.03 inches, and that was set back in 1906. Meanwhile, LAX saw an estimated 1.2 inches of rain, breaking a record of two decades, 20 years, the Long Beach Airport, 1.56 inches, and the Burbank Airport, well, 1.61. Now, inland, like we were talking about by Palm Springs and Palmdale Airport, saw almost three inches uh, of rain just in that little bit of time that it was coming in. And that may not seem like a lot to some of you, but for an area like the inland Mojave Deserts, the inland uh, Joshua's trees, inland areas along those lines. That's a lot, lot of rain. And I think it's important too, and when you're in these high stress situations like, you know, a big old storm or an earthquake or any sort of natural disaster, you can't always believe what you read about on social media. Just like any other time, people, I don't want to say they make stuff up on purpose to try and make a situation worse, but you, you kind of have to watch where you're, where you're getting the news. I was looking at some funny things that had happened. Not, I wasn't looking for funny things. I found this funny thing. There was a headline here on insider.com and the headline says, no, that's not LA's transit system underwater. That's that's just Universal Studios 
Hollywood iconic studio tour, and and there were videos everywhere of of wash of roads being washed out, things you know, all the debris flowing down roads and and things. All that was real, but it it turns out that it, at Universal Studios Hollywood, there's a ride. You know, you can get into one of those uh, studio tour caravans and you get into a little train and it takes you all through the sets and everything. Well, there's a there's an effect where the, the train, the trolley thing goes into this tunnel and it simulates an 8.3 magnitude earthquake as if you were a passenger on this subway and the ground opens up and water comes through and everything. So people are 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 um are showing clips of of that ride making it look like the hurricane or the tropical storm did this it and it's it says here on insider.com did a storm wipe out los angeles metro rail station this afternoon nope that's just a stop on the famous universal studios hollywood studios tour and i've got they actually in this article they they uh they have <laughs> they have video Twitter uh, embeds or X embeds of people saying here's one that says the LA Metro station at Wilshire Vermont is flooding from the storm <laughs> and, and it's got video of that I I don't know it just I don't know who thinks about these things where you can come up there's another uh, photo that is is kind of making the rounds. It's on thespun.com, and it says, Wild photo, a Dodger stadium going viral during the storm. And if you don't know, the, the Dodgers had a doubleheader on Saturday, so they wouldn't have to play their game on Sunday when the tropical storm is expected to hit. And the, the photo that's gone viral was taken from a helicopter, and it basically shows the entire parking lot surrounding Dodger Stadium just flooded. Just like completely impassable, like this whole iconic ballpark could just be underwater in any in any given moment. But so what it's saying is, while many are speculative of the photo's legitimacy, it appears to have been confirmed by a helicopter video, and there is video on this website of live video showing the exact kind of someone took a screenshot of something from from that video. So it looks good. However, many Dodger fans are pointing out that this is probably somewhat of an optical illusion in that it's just really a very wet parking lot and not a flooding situation. And you can kind of see that as you look closer into the photo that it probably was just a mix of a really wet parking lot with the sun reflecting on it in just the right way, with just the right angle. And I don't think there was any misinformation that was intended by this photo, unlike the Universal Studios ride. It's just when you're in that emergency situation and you're looking to see what you do or where you go, it's important to really verify your source. And while we all may turn to social media for what's going on right now and you need to need that most recent content, there's a reason why sometimes news reports are delayed because they may have that information as well that they haven't gone to air with it, but they're they're checking it. They're fact-checking it. Because the one thing that, that we don't want to do as consumers and, and the media doesn't want to do is create false panic in a, in a life-or-death situation. If floodwaters are coming, mountains are crumbling down, earthquakes are happening, and all this happening at the same time, the information that you put out there to the mass media, to the mass, you know, the mass people could 
really make a difference between life and death, and, and that's what we don't want to do. That's what they don't want to do is, is spread false information too fast or create unnecessary panic. See the action on Instagram. Stuart, doing stuff. Hear about it on the podcast. More coming up on the RV Dreaming Podcast right now. This is Paradise by Elijah N. I'd run a thousand miles if I could run with you. Dreaming podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Stuart from Stuart Doing Stuff. If you haven't already done so, be sure to follow me on Instagram because we're going to share a lot of my travel stories that you see on Instagram right here on the RV Dreaming podcast. Find us online. RVDreaming.tv. Remember to hit that subscribe button. The storm is past now, and now we're starting to really hear some of the stories that have come out of, of this. This is from AP News. 
this is outside of Palm Desert, which is Joshua Tree, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Desert Hot Springs, all kind of the, the same area. Terry Flanagan was inside her home in the Palm Desert after taking pictures of the unusual rainfall when she heard a huge crash and then a deafening thud. Then she got a text from a neighbor who said a eucalyptus tree more than 100 feet tall, that's 30 meters, had just fallen onto a condo across the street. Flanagan, who called 911, later learned it landed on the bed of her neighbor's 11-year-old son, who luckily was in another room. These are the, the, the stories that that we're getting from this. So even though a lot of the country, a lot of people are making fun of, oh, that wasn't a real hurricane. What are you Californians all worried about? Yada, yada. They still create a, a life or death situation. And it's even funny, on my personal Facebook feed, I have a lot of friends, obviously, from the Southern California area, and even they were mocking the tropical storm. As far as the winds go, they were they were making uh, those little things that Facebook does. It's like Mark Safe from. They were making all these kind of funny things. There was one video I saw that said, hey, we have video of a fire truck being swept away from Tropical Storm Hillary. And it was like a garden hose that was just turned on, creating a little flood. And they took a little toy fire truck and it just, there was a lot of people mocking, you know, this. But there was also a reason to be prepared. And you just can't not be ready and take this for, for what it was. Because had it gone the other way, had the media and the and everyone came out and said, oh, we're going to get a little rain this weekend, guys. But it turned out to be this thing. You know how badly they would be roasted in the press and by people? They would be saying, like, why didn't you tell us sooner? You knew this was coming. How come you didn't warn us on how bad this was? So trust me, I think that the politicians and the media would rather overhype something and have nothing happen because of all the steps that were made to prepare than the than the opposite where they just didn't say anything and it turned out to be worse than it was digging more into the news sunday uh this is still from the ap news sunday was the wettest day on record in san diego 1.82 inches of rain the previous record was set in 1977 with 1. 1.8 inches of rain when uh post hurricane doreen kind of sideswiped san diego the center of Hillary, the tropical storm, passed over downtown Los Angeles around 7 o'clock on Sunday evening, according to the Regional Weather Office, which called it, quote, a day for the ages in Southern California. And it's true. A tropical storm hadn't hurt, uh, hadn't hit the SoCal area, I think I want to say, since like 1908 or something along those lines. Or maybe it was 1938 or I don't know. It was a long time ago. Oh, here it is. A tropical storm last worded in California. If I just read the next paragraph in this article, before my commentary, I would have been able to get you the right information. A tropical storm last worded in California in September 1939. So I was either one year off or I was 31 years off, depending upon which way you want to look at that. I say you look at it from one year off. It makes me look better. <laughs> this is Stuart from Stuart Doing Stuff. Find me on Instagram. Thank you for listening to the RV Dreaming Radio Podcast. We've got a mix of news and music, information, and regular podcasts right now. This is It's Gonna Be a Good Day by Mike Stringer on the RV Dreaming Radio Podcast. I'm getting out of bed Reaching for
really paid that much attention to the weather in other parts of the country before I started RVing. So here's a quick story. I picked up my RV in January 2021. That was when I went full time. And the deal was I found exactly the rig that I wanted or the one that I was able to settle on for the price that I paid. Problem was it was in Buffalo, New York, and I was in Long Beach, California. Now, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about weather in other parts of the country prior to becoming an RVer. I did know, however, that it snows and it's cold in Buffalo. And there's no way I'm going to fly over to Buffalo, pick up this 40-foot Super C RV that I've never driven before, and drive it through the ice and the snow and the cold of Buffalo, New York, all the way back to California. So the agreement that I made with the RV company, the dealership, is they had a location in Des Moines, Iowa. It was the furthest west location that they had. It was, you know, center country or so. So the deal that I made with them was they would bring it to Des Moines, Iowa, to their dealership there, and I would fly out to Des Moines, and I would pick it up from from their dealership, and that was okay. Go back to January of 2021, and this was when the, the RV boom was pretty much at its highest during the whole COVID thing. When I was reading and studying and researching to go full time, one of the things that was always talked about everywhere I could, you know, every article, every YouTube channel, they were talking about how the RV parks had reservations booked out for months and months and months and how hard it was to find any sort of campground reservation right now just because of the big RV boom. So I didn't know what to do. I just looked at a map and I just started calling until I found places that can accommodate me with or without hookups just for one night. We were going to take four or five nights to get it to California. I was like, I just need to come in and get out. That's that's all I'm looking for. So I had an entire route planned. Everything was great. Until I went to go pick up my rig, my PDI, my pre-delivery inspection took way longer than I had anticipated. And I think we planned for like five hours to drive that first day. But we got out of there so late, we would have not, I was not interested in driving five hours by the time we got out at like four or five in the afternoon. So we only wanted to drive an hour. So I was like, great, how am I going to find a campground? How am I going to find this? We're going to be stuck. We're going to sleep on the side of the road. So I started calling around and I said, hey, do you have a spot? And nobody answered. No one answered. I called. No one answered. Called this place. No one answered. So I was starting to get a little depressed. And then I found uh, on one of the apps, I said, oh, there's a casino with a campground. So I called up the casino. I knew they would be open. I knew they'd answer their phone. And I was like, hey, had some plans change. Do you have room in your campground in your RV park for just one night for full hookups? And they're all like, yeah, we got you covered. We can get you in. I was like, oh, yes. You know, prayers answered. That's fantastic. As we leave Des Moines, Iowa, things really hadn't settled, set in that the reason why nobody was answering their phone at the campgrounds or RV parks was because the places were closed because they're under a foot or two of snow and ice all over. <laughs> you know, it, it, it didn't really occur to me. I never thought about weather in Des Moines, Iowa up until that point. Then when we got to the RV park, gorgeous RV park, covered under a crap load of snow, and they just shoveled out three uh, RV pads 
just for idiots like me who didn't know what the heck was going on. You know, they just had three RV pads, but they had the water turned off. They had all the stuff, you know, locked down. So it was just a place to sleep that I can plug into, which was fine. I don't want to say that I become an expert meteorologist because I haven't, but I do definitely pay more attention to weather and road closures and 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 things that are going on around me and where I'm going than I ever used to living in a sticks and bricks. Find us online. RVdreaming.tv. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And I think that's going to do it for today's episode of the RV Dreaming Radio Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Today it was a special episode. It was recorded today. It was distributed today because I really wanted to touch base on the uh, the time-sensitive nature of Tropical Storm Hillary and what we can all take away from storms and situations like this. But until the next time, be sure to check out other episodes of the RV Dreaming Podcast. We've got a bunch recorded. I'm going to be editing a lot. But we've got some great interviews, some great stories, and some great information that you can listen to RV Dreaming's radio podcast designed to be something that you can listen to while you're on the road. Some news, some music, some information, interviews, just the little things to kind of keep you going. So whether you're already on the road and you're looking for something new to listen to as you're driving from point A to point B, or you're doing your research and you're looking to find out how I can get on the road and trying to absorb as much as you can, you found the right spot. Thanks for listening to the RV Dreaming Radio podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Stuart Doing Stuff because a lot of the stuff that I post there will end up talking about here. Until the next time I talk to you, enjoy your travels, make them safe, make them fun, and make them memorable. Thanks for listening to the RV Dreaming podcast. See the action on Instagram. Stuart Doing Stuff. Hear about it on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We'll see you in the next episode.